are listening to the Create, Live, Grow podcast. This is where we talk about how people of color, creative millennials, learn to develop themselves as entrepreneurs. Every other Thursday, we talk about personal development, building and maintaining healthy relationships, your wellness factor, as well as industry hacks and tools of the trade. We are your hosts, Phil, Foulet, and Jeanette. So welcome everyone to the Create Live Grow podcast. Today, we're actually going to be talking about why we even started this. So before we get started, I want to welcome in my co-host. Hey, Phil, what's good? Man, I'm up in this piece. What's going on, my, my beautiful sister? <laughs> I'm doing well. And Modern Medusa, what you doing? my bro and sis i'm just you know enjoying this beautiful beautiful day today how's everything going y'all it's going well going well so you know today's our um actually like our inaugural podcast like this is the inaugural episode so we wanted to like start the people off right by actually just talking to them about why we're starting this (laughs) like what is the need to have this create live grow podcast like what happened, y'all? What? Why did we decide to do this thing? Well, um, I would definitely say that I feel as though this podcast was created for creatives, artists, entrepreneurs to feel at home, you know, a home where ultimately they can learn, they can develop, um, you know, gracefully grow, live, and create. Did you see what she just did there? I, I heard what she did. Did you, mm-hmm. you hear what she did, Phil? Okay. Yeah, yeah she reversed it. I'm just saying. Flipped it and reversed it? Yeah, she flipped it and reversed it. Straight Missy Elliott in the piece. You know what I mean? There you go. There you go. Look, I'm just saying, I want y'all from the be- very beginning to understand that we are, though we are extremely focused on what it is, why we're here for this podcast, we're regular people and we love to have fun. So you will hear us cutting up on this podcast. I'm just going to give you a heads up now. References may come out. Phil shenanigans is going to happen. I'm just telling you that, you know, Modern Medusa, she's one who likes to kind of bring us down and ground us, but don't think that she can't come with the ones and twos either. So I'm just prepping y'all for what's coming through. Okay. But as you heard, Um, What Bottom Medusa said, like, yeah, we definitely created, we decided to create this podcast because we saw a need. Phil, why don't you tell us more? Yeah, I, I, um, to be honest, like, I really, it was hard for me to find places to, to get information from that Mm -hmm. talked about, yeah, my, what I'm doing as an artist, like a lot of people talk about that, but, um, me personally, I'm a person that can get really deep into my own grind and kind of get tunnel vision. So there was different elements that I also needed to get into. So like actually living, you know, so I can be so caught in my grind that I don't know how to balance life things, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, hanging out with uh, my significant other or hanging out with, uh, or, or going kayaking, you know, how do you, how can you experience life as well as 
create the 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 universe that you're trying to put yourself into you know what i mean because mm-hmm. we're all trying to come to create this this life for ourselves and um but how do you actually get the how do you balance out creating it and actually living within it you know and then um i think a lot of people get stalemated you know mm-hmm. to where they 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 created this stuff and they found a, a system to do it and they just do it the same way every time, you know, yeah. and then they go and they do the same, they, they do the same things, you know, and that through that monotony, you don't end up growing. And okay. um, as a person, as an artist, you know, and I think even growing as a person is even more important because if you grow as a person, then your perspective changes on your art. So your art grows on, almost automatically to me, you know, um, that's, that's me speaking because I, as an artist, my, um, my art kind of shifted from mm-hmm. medium to medium. So yeah. I'm a musician, you know, I was really heavy into that. And then spoken word poetry became an outlet. And then I went back to that and then I got into film and then I got in, you know, so it migrates, um, based on the person that you are and that's fine, you know? Um, but in order to go to that next level, a lot of times we have to confront, you know, certain things so that we can, we can shed that past self and then grow into somebody else. So like, that that's that was my basis for really wanting to uh spearhead this particular podcast because i felt like um the people that i was that i would really wanted to do it with which these these two wonderful women that i have on here at the moment um are there i think they had so much insight and doing something that not only was economically beneficial beneficial to creatives, but something that really kind of, uh, it really uh, uh, attacked different issues that went beyond just business, you know? Yeah. How to maintain friendships, you know? Yeah. How to maintain relationships with your family, you know? Mm-hmm. How, to, how to balance kids. I don't have kid children but I've dated women with children and how do you as an artist an entrepreneur have a partner you know and then have a partner with children how do you balance where your income isn't necessarily uh uh as consistent you know in the beginning phases you know how do we how do we navigate these spaces so that's where uh for myself that's where that came in so like Belay, did you have any like insight on how you got involved with this particular uh, podcast and why it was created? Yeah, I mean, um, one, you, before I go and dive into that, you said a lot of great points when it comes down to it, right? And I don't want to gloss over that whatsoever. Um, Please definitely jump in when you can. But it's just like there, I know for me, the reason why I decided to say yes to this podcast, one, um, is because being, I mean, let me just be honest. One, it's because of you. 
I, you know, I like you, Phil. I trust you. Like we've been in community together in this type of way. I know how you operate. I know how you flow. I see your integrity. It's just you as a person. So it's just like, yeah, it made it easy for me to say yes, to be a part of this project in this manner. The other side um, as well too is like, and I know Janae and I see the way she flows and I see what she, yo, I'm just saying sometimes like, I just, I don't, you know, like I don't look at competition. There's, I don't believe in competition. That's just personally me. That's just how I am. So take it or leave it for those who feel whatever, which type of way. But the way Janae is sometimes makes me feel like, oh, damn, am I doing enough? Because this lady over here, I mean, how many books can you put out within a year? I'm still <laughs> contemplating like, yeah, you know, I haven't done spoken word in a while. Should I even just get back into the scene? And here, boop, a, another book. Here's another book. I'm just like, okay, little lady. Oh. So this is how we are. This is mm -hmm. this is what we be doing in these streets. Oh. Got you. Okay, got this. you. Got you. I'm just I'm just saying because. And then you know the pictures come out and you see like the poses and she's just and, and it's another six months. Whoop, another book. I say y'all. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I just got oh, my coaching certificate as well too. Ma'am, I'm still trying to figure out this thing. I'm just, I'm still just trying to figure life out, but you over here reaching, oh yeah, I have clients, I, so I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm bragging on her for a moment. Thank you, sis, I appreciate you. But yeah, so when Phil was just like, yeah, I like the three of us, I was like, absolutely, right, I mean, it's not hard to say yes, look at who I'm surrounded by, anywho. So that made it, that was one, it made it easy. <laughs> I have like production over here, you know, I have like, oh yeah, I know how to actually create, like creation is not just the thought in my head. This is like, I have books to show you that I know what I'm doing. Cool. And she still lives a life, y'all. So it made it easy to say yes. Um, especially when I see Black folk doing the damn thing and whatever it is in their own realm, like that's the thing that made it easy for me to say yes to this project. So that was one. Two, I've been in business and I've been in business for quite a few years. I've owned a few businesses as well too. Like currently I own two. I've owned two others before I had them, shut them down the whole nine. So business is nothing new to me. Entrepreneurship is nothing new to me. However, what was new to me within entrepreneurship is um, just like the, the problem that I was seeing within this entrepreneurial realm, and especially as being a creative entrepreneur, because that's a huge, that's a big deal. It's different. It's different if I am just strictly in it for the sake of like, um, say, and I'm trying to think of like business-wise, say like, you know, I, I contract and I'm in construction or something like that, right? Like that's one thing say I own a brick and mortar kind of thing or, you know, business in that type of way. That's something else. That's still entrepreneurship. Say I, I am just, um, whatever, uh, like even doctors, like people don't even actually think that doctors are entrepreneurs, but they are too. Like if you own your own practice, you're an entrepreneur, feel me? But a lot of times when we were thinking about entrepreneurship and when I see entrepreneurship, it was done in a very, um, typical realm in the very like, you know, traditional, that's what I'm looking. It was done in a very traditional realm when it came down to entrepreneurship. So even like being IT, 
if you're within the IT realm where you're dealing with computers or even quote unquote, like some web design, and I'm not putting fully that out there because that's even shifted. But if you were in that, like I know people who have IT companies who are website builders and X, Y, Z, and they just, they just flow. And like, it's in a very traditional sense. The problem that I was having is that finding people that look like me who are also creative, Mm -hmm. who are also in this entrepreneur field to understand like, well, how do I take these creative gifts that I have? Like, this is something that I'm passionate about. It's Mm -hmm. something that I want to do, but how do I really turn this legitimately into something? You know, like, how do I make it profitable? How do I make it sustainable? How do I also do this thing ethically? And those are questions that I ask myself because that's what's important to me. So yeah, so I'm asking about that and I'm looking around and it's hard. It's hard to find this. I think the other side too is like, we live in the Tampa Bay area. Now the thing is, is the Tampa Bay area is actually a very creative area, but when it came down to actually finding community for people who could talk, like let's actually talk our talk, let's give each other resources, so forth and so on. And this was hard. It was, it was hard, like finding the black creatives within this realm that we could really connect to who are about their business. Not like, oh, this is just a cute little side hustle, or I'm just making a little bit of, you know, chump change on this over here. But like, I want this to be something that I do consistently has not been easy. And I've been, like I said, I've been around for quite some time. I even went to an arts college down here. So I was in this realm. I was surrounded by artistic people, but so many black artistic people down here as well too, ended up leaving because Tampa couldn't support them. And that was a problem for me that I'm just like, how is the city not able to support? I mean, you literally have one of the, um, one a very well-known arts college down here and you're not able to support the students that are coming out. Like there's something going on here and I need to understand what's happening or whatever. So I've seen it in multiple realms. I've seen it within myself. I've seen it with friends who are DJs as well too, right? And like the hard road it was to just get on these, you know, just to make these trajectories. I've seen it within the spoken word realm as well too, you know? Black on Black Rob was definitely introduced to me. And I've seen like what it has taken to do this. I've seen the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs to try to make this thing sustainable. I've seen the different areas. I've seen physical painters. I've seen even those that are within like the metaphysical spaces, the metaphysical creative spaces. It's just been rough. And I know for me, like I used to own a jewelry company as well too. I used to make my own jewelry the whole night and I shut it down because I was just like, this is too much. Like the lack of collaboration, the, the idea like people are just so afraid of competition. Um, and like I said, I don't even think about competition. I like to collaborate. The cattiness within the realms as well too, or just the lack of support. I, I saw this within this entrepreneurial realm and it was, it is such, it was a bother. And so trying to connect with other people who are creatives, who are about their business has been a struggle. It was, it was a struggle for me, truth be told. It was a struggle because I think people would either look at you and come in and be like, oh, see, for whatever reason, it's like you're immediately deemed a threat because you're coming in with some type of creative ability, not understanding that it's like, hey, I'm not trying to take anything away from you. Do you not understand that there's more than enough to go around? Like, there's more than enough to go around. But the question is, how do we tap into this? People weren't doing this. 
And so when it came down to business, that was one big side, like the lack of collaboration, the lack of like community within this, and especially creative community to actually talk, like, can we really just sit and talk like for real? Without all this extra rhetoric, without all this whitewashing, without all these words, can, 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 like, for, can we just, we as black folk, can we just do talk how we talk for real? Like no questions asked, I'm talking about, I'm not code switching for you. I wanna know what's real, give me the tea. Like for real, what's, what's happening, you know? Being, trying to get that, you would think would be something easy. No, because people were either coming with agendas or people were too afraid and you see it happening and it's affecting business and it's affecting collaborative efforts as well too. So like I said, that was one big side. I think the other side is too, is like when I got into business, no one really tells you all that it takes on the back ends to actually make your business run as a creative like they don't tell so we're going in here with like our amazing creative ideas like oh okay i'm gonna so so we, we just go we gonna do this and then when the reality of all the things that you need in the back end and you're just like hold up so there's a system for the okay so how am i gonna collect money oh i can't just i'm just gonna use square and collect money no you, it has to go to a bank account but it can't be my bank account because this is an official business or is this a side business what it like all of these things start coming into play oh well how do i get in contact with you is it going to be through your ig your facebook or phone number but i it's just my personal facebook page it doesn't show anything about my business so do you have a business page okay so i need to create a business page okay cool so okay bet so you create something cute you create the business page you do whatever it is that you need to do people are just like okay but i want your services okay well, do you, how, what, what are your contracts? Contracts? I need contracts. I need to have, what? Okay. So yeah. Do you have QuickBooks that's keeping in touch with you? What? QuickBooks? What the heck is going on? Then you start to understand all of the systems that come into play. Okay. Well, yeah, I really like their Instagram and I like the way they're posting their stuff and you on there trying to just use Instagram to create the things. And you're just like, this don't look the same. What's, what's going on? Oh, someone has, to, there's actually an app that helps you create the stuff outside. So you can, look, I'm just giving the small little things. These are just the small little things. Let's not talk about people wanting to, oh, well, if you want an email list, okay, you can have, so how do you capture the emails? Where are they going to, all of this rhetoric starts coming into place, capturing emails, needing a website. How do we contact when it comes down to contracts? Okay, who do you use for your calendar? Like if people want to book you out, what calendar system are you using? Okay, do you have a CRM? Like I'm, it's all the things, all the things that we don't talk about that they do not just blatantly say, this is what you need in order to run a business, uh -huh. period. I didn't even say successful. I just said business. Feel me? You need all of this. Then you start to see all the people that you need as well too. Cause then you start to find the niches that you're in. Like, oh, do I actually like posting up on social media and doing reels and stuff like that? Where some of y'all are like, I can't stand doing reels. I don't wanna be seen on social media all the daggone time. Like this isn't my, I don't care. I don't, this is not what I want. You need to post up and who to follow. Some people are like, you need to post five times a day. You need to create these type of things. You need to do reels. You need to da-da-da-da. But then some other people are like, yeah, you just don't, 
it's just there's too much noise yeah there there definitely is a lot of noise and i see the need for a platform like this to be able for for people to come and use as a reference as a resource and um uh, i i really think that um people need to understand that one we don't have it all figured out as well you know like we're definitely learning as we go you know um there's certain experiences that we've had that we definitely i could because I'm, I'm speaking for myself on this i could tell you where not to go you know yes. i've done all i've done many things and the, and the good 80 percent of them were wrong you know um but then once you understand what you did wrong you can flip it around and do do right you know and so what i was what i was uh kind of looking on is like you know janae do you have any experiences that uh that you might have had that kind of went astray that really kind of brought you you know back into the the fray of understanding like i don't need to do that anymore that um do you have any experiences kind of in that kind of realm absolutely you know um being a a creative that has multiple interests <laughs> um you know i met um a wonderful poet and business owner jamil bell and when I first met her, she introduced herself as a serial entrepreneur. And I'm like, I love it. You know, I want to do that. But it sounds good, but you have to know that there's so much work. And as Filet said, um, you can have the intent and the, the, the great morality to want to start and do things, but you cannot do it alone mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Anything in this world, you cannot do alone. I don't care how independent or, you know, solo minded you may think you are, you know. So I definitely have the experience of trying different things, um, dipping my feet in different waters and, um, you know, having great failures. And I call them great failures because there's always a lesson to be learned, you know. Um, but within all of that, saying that to say, you know, don't give up. Um, there's plenty of times that I wanted to give up, but I didn't. Um, so, you know, just knowing where your heart is as a creative and as an entrepreneur and uh, understanding that only the strong survive. Yeah. Again, um, that's why this platform is so necessary. Because like she said, only the strong survive. That doesn't necessarily mean as an individual. You know, like no, no person is an island. You know what I mean? And, and and being alone needs to be synonymous with death. You know what I mean? Because when you're alone, you end up um really cutting yourself from all from all resources. You start, you start uh imploding, you know. And a lot of people think that they can do things by themselves. And I'm one of them. You know, I'm I'm a person that will will try and do everything myself. And um what I found was you reach a certain uh, plateau. You know, and although with a group you go slower, um, you have a high top speed. So you end up going even faster and farther than you ever believed. You know, yeah. but it it the 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 balancing act comes in with community dynamics, you know. And so that's where this platform really comes in play, where we can actually use, we can build uh, a community centralized around you know, speaking these, these transparent, uh, 
these transparent uh, events in our lives, these transparent philosophies, these transparent uh, just ideologies, um, because decoding through those things, you know, really working and finding solutions to the, those things are, um, are are what we need, especially uh, when I was when I first got involved with Black on Black Rhyme as the as the president, I came down in 2013, um, and you know, like there was a lot of things that I didn't know, you know, especially about the culture here in Tampa, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when you're coming into this culture and you're not necessarily aware of what of the dynamics, uh, Tampa in the beginning when I was here. Um, when I first started off, as far as in spoken word, it was really community driven, you know, um, to where, you know, it was groups and, and people like to be involved with a specific group, you know, they was like, okay, we're together, you know, but as time went along, uh, it migrated into uh, more about the individual, you know, and there's nothing wrong with people seeing strength in themselves but it, it takes away from the collective when you start thinking of yourself outside of it, you know? And so, uh, Filet, you could kind of tell us a little bit more about like how the, the community would definitely be in need of a resource like this, mm -hmm. um, because uh, do you have any experiences to where that could, that could uh, you could kind of support that, you know, like, why, why this this particular platform is so necessary absolutely it's i mean <clears throat> so i'm the one i'm just gonna say this on here i'm the one who loves to bring up history i do i'm a yeah i'm a blurred i'm a fine blurred but i'm a blurred nonetheless okay so yeah i bring up historical narratives the whole nine and tie everything together because that's just what i do so let's take this back historically speaking the real need for community, the reason why, especially as Black folk, people of color, the reason why we operate so well out of community is because this is how our, um, literally, our ancestors were. This is, this is a historical thing. This is nothing new. So though we try and say like, oh, community, we're doing something new, we're technically not. We're not doing anything new. All we're doing is tapping into who we naturally are as people, period and who we are within our groups, within our community, like within, we're, we're tapping into our, like literally the indigenous nature of us as people. That's what this is. And I speak this from the space of like, I am Central West African, raised here in the United States my, the entire time. And I've seen it. I've seen it in every pocket that I go to that we are a communal people. Whether I am back in Africa with my family, we are communal. Whether I am in like literally the city areas with it, I, we are communal. Whether I'm in central Jersey where I grew up or whatever else, we are, we, it's just how we operate and flow. And there is a beauty within being communal. The problem is too many of us, I can't even say two. The problem is, is that we drank the Kool-Aid because we've grown up in this Kool-Aid of individualism, right? Like we've grown up in this false rhetoric of, of individualism. And I do not mean false for the sake of that, like there's a problem with you being an individual. No, when individualism becomes your macro identity, that is the problem. And America, 
Western, Western civilization, let's call it for what it is, white supremacy has taught us to put the individual above all. So it's like we completely negate community. What for us as a people, you basically are undercutting yourself. You're actually doing yourself more harm when you put individual above all, okay? So this is the thing. There's this interesting thing that's taking place right now where, you know, a lot of stuff is about self-care, about putting yourself first, X, Y, Z, so on and so on. And we do need that. Like you do need that. You do need to think about yourself. You do need to think about what is it that I need? How do I flourish? What makes me function? Um, what is good for me? Because if I am not whole, then I'm not able to give out of the wholeness that is of me, right? So it's the same thing, even in these spaces where it's just like, you need that. You need the wholeness. You need to think about yourself. But the question at the, the other end is like, but why is this as well too? Who does it benefit is the question that I like to ask. Who does it benefit your wholeness? Because if all you're thinking about is yourself, if your wholeness is only to benefit you, I promise you, you're, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I mean, I'll pause right there because I can go, I can go down this trail, but I'm going I'm to just hold back real quick. We have a whole season <clears throat> to get through. So I'm just saying, it's just like, the problem is when you are thinking about yourself in that type of manner, and you're not thinking about who this is going to benefit. And the only person you're thinking about is yourself. In essence, now you are actually becoming a hindrance to the greater collective of what is supposed to happen. That's the nicer way of me saying it right now. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all will catch that on the way home. Others of y'all let it digest. It's okay. Um, but you end up actually becoming a hindrance. So the whole thing is like, even within community, the need for community is a necessity. However, when it comes down to it, you, the individual need to be whole or need to do whatever it is for you to work on yourself so that you can be part of this community as well too. It's a back and forth. It is a both and we are in like, literally this is a both and ideology. This is not a, just about me, myself and I, this is about a both and. You are good. When you are good, I promise you, then the collective is good because the collective is also a reflection of you. And you are also a reflection of the collective. And it, it, it's a back and forth thing when it comes down to it. So when it comes down to even business, right? When it comes down to creating, when it comes down to living and growing, when it comes down to being a creative, we are a reflection without even understanding of the community that's around us. So if you find yourself by yourself all the time, guess what? Your community, you're actually reflecting what's happening within your community as well too. Because it's like, who's checking up on you? Does someone hit you up? Does someone just send you a text to say, yo, like, Phil, I miss you. What's going on? How are you doing? Is that happening? Are you doing that as well too then? Because then that's the accountability portion of like, you understand that you are a, you are a full individual. There is autonomy. And yes, autonomy is your inherent birthright, period. To be autonomous, nothing wrong with that. You, it's yours. It's yours, have it, walk in it. However, though, but you are also connected. Interdependence is the word that we really need to start working on. And that's what community is about. It's about understanding you don't have everything within yourself, period. You don't. I even have to start shifting that rhetoric of mine. Um, of that thinking of like, well, no, you have everything within you. And the person who actually helped me do this, her name is Dana Knuckles. I actually follow her. She's the people's oracle on all the interwebs. Like you'll find her. 
she ended up saying that one day when she was just like, you don't have everything within yourself. Like that's a fallacy for you to think that you actually have everything in yourself. She's like, this is the reason why though. And it's okay to not have everything in yourself, but then this is the reason why we have relationships, mm-hmm. community, other people, so that the things you don't have, someone in there has it. And this is where they get to shine. Like I, I look at community and the reason why it's so important is because we don't have everything individual, that this is supposed to be coming, that this is a coming together, that the pieces that you don't have, someone else has. But as they have it, guess what? They get to shine in the thing that they have, but it doesn't diminish your shine as well too, because they also need what you have. It's an ebb and flow. Like, do you not understand the depth and richness that there is when we are able to truly come together to see like the gifts in other people and benefit off of it? Like not use, and I, well, you could use it or whatever else, but I'm just saying, honor it. Let them do what they do. Lean into it as they lean into you. When we do this as a collective, like it is a beautiful thing. And even in business, it doesn't change. That's the thing. It doesn't change even in business. So, and especially as being a creative, we need community. Like, I don't care what you Say, I don't care if you're like, oh, well, I'm a learner. Good. Be alone by yourself for some time and then come back. Like, don't, don't play this. I'm just, oh, by myself. Like, no, these are things that we need to actually start shifting the way we see our, our mindset, our frameworks of what we've been living in and stop understanding, like, and start to understand, like, stop drinking this Kool-Aid of individualism. This is the BS that we see happening right now within this country. We see literally individualism at its highest heights. COVID is the thing that had to teach us how to become interdependent. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. Like it's, COVID was not fun. It's still not fun or whatever else. But it is, when I say that thing was a major foothold to say, if y'all don't understand how much you need each other, and if you do not understand how well connected you are to each other, that one person, yes, all it takes is one person to be able to affect a whole. If you don't get that, I don't know what y'all need. I don't know what y'all, it's the same even in business. It's the same thing. We need each other and one can affect the whole. It's like that. One can affect the whole, but then the goodness is when our gifts are actually out there, when we are sharing, when we are collaborating, when we're doing this, you get to see the flourishing happen on levels that you can't flourish by yourself. Yeah, let me let me kind of get get a little bit in there because um, uh, I I want to add to that that um, even your actions you need to check on your actions. That are, are for other people and see if your actions are still self-indulged. Mm. Um, yes, sir. Say it. Um, because even things that I would do, you know, I, I'm, I'm only speaking from personal uh, reflection and different things that I've, I've experienced. Um, I would do a lot with, you know, like with Black on Black Rhyme, I'll use that for instance. I did a lot. You know, I, I would do a lot of things on my own. Um, 
but then I had to sit down and think like, okay, I'm doing all these things, but who am I doing it to benefit? You know what I mean? Like, like it's for, it's for the, the community, for the artistic community. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, it's, it's for the artistic community, but the manner of which you do these things also affect the product, right? And yeah. so um, me trying to take the lead on so many different things is also a selfish act because my I'm, I'm taking away the opportunity for others to be a part of and, and have skin in the game on this vision that I'm, I'm saying is for other people. You know, so I can't mm -hmm. tell other people that this is the direction that we're going, that this is the things that we're trying to do. Um, and then not allow them to prove that they're, that they want, that they can contribute to what that, that vision is, you know what I mean? So it, it's a, it's, it's also very much a self-reflective time that we're in to where we're, we're, we're not just looking at, you know, our businesses, you know, we, we definitely need to re reflect on what we're doing within our businesses and see if we're being, um, if we're being selfish in our goals, you know what I mean? Um, but there's a, a quote by Ava DuVernay about, uh, if your dream only includes you, then it's too small, right? Oh, yes. And yes. I thought that was interesting because many of our dreams, the many of the people that I would I would hear and they would talk about their dreams, they will only be about themselves, you know. Mm -hmm. And um I mean that that's okay to start, you know. That's uh, you know, but as once we grow into who we are, we notice that our dreams include our families, you know, our the people that are around us, the people that we love, the people that we cherish, you know, and includes them within it. And just because you're a creative, that doesn't mean that your skill set cannot contribute to the growth of this, this bigger picture. And um, a lot of times what uh, public officials and these different people, they, they, they definitely look at us as contributors to the society but they don't necessarily fully understand the value of the things that we provide. And in it, in itself, that is a selfish act because they're not seeing the value of everyone that contributes, you know, yeah. from the big to the small and, and artistic endeavors are not just small. It's what's going to last the longest past our, all these buildings, these buildings will crumble. Uh, past all the sciences, people will know, you know, like it's the art, you know, the art is what carries on. It's the application of the sciences. We take what is theoretical. We take what is, what is proven. We take, and we bend it, you know, and we mold it into something that you never thought could have existed. And um, just like simple rules with, with the English language, but then you change it and you alter it to formulate poems and to formulate books and to formulate these masterpieces that these different artists have contributed 
to the society, but we need to start looking into what our what our actual actions are, and are they they reflect are they reflecting the community in a more uh, in 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 less of a selfish way? Because we are human, we we are going to have selfish tendencies. I mean, that's just a part of it. Mm -hmm. But um, what I what I like to think is that we can maybe give some tangible uh, some tangible advice as to um, what, I, as far as on, on this platform, this platform is made and was constructed to help creatives specifically, Absolutely. you know, um, to, to, to create more, to live better and to grow past whatever situation that they're in. And we, we, we have to give something tangible to the people, you know what I mean? We don't just want to give a whole lot of, of fluff, you know, because I think a lot of people give fluff, but not necessarily a lot of uh, tangible advice steps. So yeah. for a person that is a creative, um, that is looking to be involved in the community, uh, Janae, what would be the first step that they would need to do? Um, what would you believe is the first step that they should do uh, in order to get involved into the community around them? I believe the first step uh, that I can advise um, to someone is to understand your why. And when things get hairy, always return to your why. You know, so um, if you have a space where you want to be in the community as a creative to give back or to, you know, change uh, mindsets or, you know, whatever the case may be, never understand that why, create the why and never forget it. Because, you know, at times, um, you know, to piggyback on what you said, Phil, earlier of, you know, being human and becoming selfish, um, you know, in those times you want to look back and say, okay, well, this is the why the why is my community, what can I do to be a better me for my community? Um, so that would be my key advice to understand your why and to always go back to it. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, that's like, really nice. I think, I think understanding who we are as a, who we are and what we represent and what, why do we do the things that we're doing is definitely like one of those, those key elements in understanding, um, and in, in spearhead and focusing what our our actions are, you know, what I mean, knowing mm -hmm. why we do things, it it affects what we do, you know. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what we do if we know why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, so like, I I truly believe that is a great first step. Now, Leigh, do you think that after we develop our why, what would be another, uh, what would be that next? thing that we could possibly do that could bring us more into what this community should, you know, like into the community. So mine's going to be really simple. Okay. It's going to be real simple. Um, Cause I could go left, right, the whole nine, but it's simply going to be this introduce yourself. Just simply interest because I think like we put so much on like, okay, well, I need to build this business. Okay, so I know my why. Okay, let me let me like start putting down on paper how I'm gonna do this business. But the one thing that you don't do is that do people know you? <laughs> like, who are you? Do people know you? 
introduce yourself to the community. Like just, hey, hey guys, you know, my name is, put in your name, right? Give us your pronouns. What are you about? Introduce yourself. Literally, I feel like we have, we, we've made things so complicated and that I, I feel like it's just, it's time to just simplify. It's time to start stripping things back down. Let's get back. And when I say back to basics, I'm not even talking about like business basics, but I'm like, no, let's just get back to some human basics. Hi, mm -hmm. hello, my name is, where are you from? So what you do, like, yeah, I, it's, I'm hearing, sorry, I'm hearing a song in my head. <laughs> I'm hearing, I'm hearing Anderson Bach and Bruno Mars in my head. Like what you do? Yeah. What you, yeah. Like that. Right. Um, but it is, it's just, it's that simple where it's just like, just introduce yourself. I think we need to take the pressure off of like, okay, the next step is like, so you need to, you need to figure out what your next offer, what the thing that you're going to do or how to produce. F production. I'm not about capitalistic living, okay? I'm not about this at all. I'm about completely divesting. So say hi. Just, just enter, what is it that you do? What type of art, what type of creativity is it that you bring? What is it that you're, let, let, let's just have a conversation. And I'm not talking about small talk. I could care less about small talk. But for real, who are you? Okay, so now you know your why. Tell me what your why. How am I supposed to know what your why is if I don't even know who you are? How am I supposed to give you the time of day or an ear if you won't even just speak? Just introduce yourself to the community. It could be the one person that you know, that's it. And from there, you can see things snowball. Like I'll give a great example, right? So when I first moved down here to Tampa, um, I came here for college, the whole nine, so and so on. I ended up meeting someone um, and I'll say shout out to him. Shout out to D-Rod. I ended up meeting D-Rod. Okay. And I randomly ended up meeting him because I was going out on e-board and he used to work down there or whatever else. And this was just like random. I didn't know anyone down here in Tampa. Like, shout you know, out to D-Rod. Exactly. So shout out to D-Rod. But I ended up meeting him and connecting with him. And when I met him and connected with him, it was really cool because I ended up finding out like, oh, okay, you're from New York, you're Brooklyn. Okay, you have a Jamaican background. That's what's up. Okay, well, I'm from Jersey. So there was some report, just being able to introduce myself or having that one conversation. I promise you, he was the thing that opened up the door for me here in Tampa to the creative arena. That's, it was him. Just by saying, hey, <laughs> how are you? Like, what's good? Like, just having a random conversation. That's really what opened up. the. It's through him that I found out about Black on Black Rhyme when I first moved down here. And through Black on Black Rhyme is how I started connecting with others, is how I started moving into these other, like, it opened up the door. Mind you, I'm part of an arts college, but a lot of us were coming from out of town, so we ain't know Tampa. We didn't know how Tampa worked. You know, we didn't know like where to go, what to do, so forth. So we're all trying to figure this out. But D-Rob was really important in opening up that door just by an introduction. That's it. It wasn't anything super more. I didn't come with an agenda. He didn't come with some agenda of like, okay, yeah, Ma, so what you trying to, it was just like, hey, <laughs> hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. Okay. And from there, conversation, from conversation, saw that he was into spoken word. I was like, oh, I'm into poetry as well too. I do write da-da-da-da from the opened up the, and 
And it's been a wrap ever since. But that wouldn't happen if you wouldn't just introduce yourself. If he and I just did not introduce ourselves to each other and have a friendly conversation, my world would have been completely different down here. Wow. So I literally say, yes, know your why. Great. Now that you have that, introduce yourself. Who are you? Let me know what your why is about. Just say hi. And let's start from there. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 super important to to introduce yourself, um, because once you understand why you're doing something, and then you introduce your, introduce yourself, like one, you're meeting people with purpose. You know what I mean? So it's like you you know like the once you understand why you're doing something, those people that are are that can help you along that way, you know and achieving whatever your goal is, they'll gravitate towards you, you know? And you'll you'll find, you'll, it's kind of weird how you just kind of move and they just, they just happen to show up, you know? Mm-hmm. Almost like it's preordained by God, you know? But mm-hmm. what I would, I would, I would look at as the third uh, step, you know, in becoming, you know, really getting involved with the community, um, would would be would be to give without looking to receive you know in the in the initial so um the act of giving is a lost art and um at least in in uh black and brown communities and the reason why is because um many of us we we think in disenfranchised mindset you know that it's, it's kind of a, a mindset thing to where we believe that because uh, we don't have a lot, we need to hold on to it, you mm-hmm. know? And we, we think about the ideas that we have and we need to hold on to it. You know, what you do to a degree, you know what I mean? Uh, you don't want to give That's everything away, yeah. um, but um, the act of giving is so important that you actually receive in surplus after you give but it just doesn't come in the in a if you come expecting to receive then you you won't you won't get it you know yeah um, so there's a saying that you have to give enough people what they want to get what you want you know um and a lot of people come into a community and they're like, yo, why aren't people supporting me? Well, number one, we don't know you. And number two, like you've done nothing for me. So why am I going to support you? And I'm going to be giving resources to people that already like already are, are, are supporters of me. And if I take something away from them, that's kind of messed up you know, to give to you who've done nothing for the people that I'm, that I'm servicing, you know? So, you know, a lot of creatives deal with missions, you know, so they have different missions that they might support. They have different, uh, like they might be supporting the homeless. They might be supporting uh, breast cancer. They might be supporting uh, mental awareness, mental illness. You know, there's, there's many different initiatives that creatives get behind because that's also another way to kind of focus our efforts, right? 
And so if you're coming into a community and you're asking for these people who already have missions and supporters and, and different outlets to come in, support you and take time to support you and give to you, number one, that's selfish. And number two, it doesn't make me want to give to you at all. You know, I, I know from, uh, from a man that came into the community uh, some time ago, I had just gotten involved with Black on Black Rhyme as far as as a president of Tampa. And uh, this guy was one was wondering why people didn't necessarily come to his shows or, you know, he didn't or, or didn't want him to do certain services for them. And um, from the outside looking in, you know, I don't know necessarily their, that person's relationships with others but he 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 wasn't necessarily known in the community yeah and so this particular person without you know i mean i'm not trying to you know make this about names or anything but this particular person wasn't known in the community to that degree to where people was going to just jump off of whatever they were doing to come and support this man you know mm -hmm. And so if you have a certain thing that you, or initiative that you're trying to push, you know, and you start helping people and you start really diving into other people's efforts and, and, you know, eventually number one, you're going to get known around the community very fast yeah. as somebody who's reliable, who's somebody that's, that's, that's worth investing into. You know, just as a person, you know, just think of it as if you go into your job, you know, and you start doing things for people, more people are going to start calling you, you know, it's when you start blocking yourself off where people like, eh, I don't know, you know, but, um, you know, when you, when you really give, um, you're, you're going to receive, you know, they're going to, if you start coming into the community and you start giving to them, they'll tell you about different opportunities, you know. Like, hey, there's a another spoken word uh, space over here. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll I'll check that out. You know, hey, there's a band playing over here. Uh, did you have like a did you have a poem that you could do? You know, I I have an opening. Would you like to perform? You know, or would you like to read your book? Or would you like to, you know, uh, do a, a live painting where I'm mm -hmm. at? You know, and. Mm -hmm. And from that relationship that you gave into, you know, now, now it's, it's, it's starting to grow and build into something. And I think a lot of times we start really suffocating the seeds that we're planting with the people that we're, we're trying to uh, be a part of. And we, we don't see anything grow from it. And we get discouraged. We get discouraged because all these different things are, are happening. And it, and it doesn't feel like, it feels like you're being left out, you know, yeah. but you're only being left out because you're not, you, we can't see the value in you just yet, you know? And it's no, it's no uh, hate in that. It's, I don't know you. And then also, I don't know what you bring to the table, you know? So once you start showing that, then people start, oh, okay, well, you're, you're pretty fly. You're pretty dope. I have this other stuff that, that I think that you would be great on, you know, since you did this for me, you know, I, you did me this solid, you know, would you like it if I did give you a shout out on my stuff? You know, is there a way that we can collaborate, you know? Um, but if you're, if you go in expecting that, I think you're, 
you're very much missing opportunities that could just come come your way you know so um i understand that like go, going back to this platform was created to really give this community some some one great information two um uh practical steps you know that that you can that you can utilize uh to achieve whatever you're you're going to and i'm not saying like um it's going to give you 100 every time that you do something that's uh, you you follow these steps you're going to get 100 every time nothing in life is guaranteed so don't <laughs> don't think that we're we're about to give you the, the the secrets to life but through some of our mistakes and uh, you you might be able to to see ways to where you can forge your own path and make make uh make the proper adjustments you know to see the improvements in your life that you're looking for mm -hmm. so um i don't know did anybody else have anything else that they wanted to add yeah i well no Janae, were you gonna say something um yes just it's really small um <laughs> i wholeheartedly agree as far as um going back into the community and giving back and you know wanting to be um, you know, known in a sense for people to support you. Um, I think starting off or not even starting off in a general sense, um, you have to be selfless um, as a creative, you know, and I feel like real creatives and artists, you know, they would do their art for free. And granted, you should get paid for your art. I'm not saying that but you should have a love so much for your art that no matter what, if I was working here doing this, doing that, I would still do this because I love it so much. Um, there was a, a speech that I was listening to um, by Les Brown, one of my most favorite uh, motivational speakers. And he stated that, um, you know, one of his show, to do one of his shows, it was around 10k you know for him to be paid 10k or 15k something like that and someone made a comment you know how do you make so much money for just speaking to people and he said well little did you know I did this for 10 years for free mm. so I'm reaping you know back what I'm what I'm getting you know so you never know what people um, are going through behind the scenes you know when they finally do make it speaking but starting off you know be selfless um, love your art and and love what you do and, and things will come in into you when you do that. And then lastly, um, I think if we acknowledge that most of um, the things that we bless that we're blessed with when we do give back will not be physical or monetary. Sometimes you doing good by other people or being there, you just added some time on your life. You know, <laughs> you just, you know, added some some greatness into yourself internally that you may not see or, you know, have in your pocket. So you have to realize that as well. Absolutely. I, I completely, I agree. I agree to like what both of you were saying as well too. And I'm going to add some caveats to this as well. Um, because the thing, I know that when we're hearing certain words as well too, like it can either be triggering or sometimes it's just like, well, what, it, it can be very either triggering or it can be taken in a certain way. So it's like, let's remove, um, I'm here to say like, okay, let's, let's remove the, um, 
the grayness, it's not the grayness. It's like, I just want, I want to be clear. I, let's be clear on what is being said and what is not being said because a lot of people can end up making assumptions about what they're hearing or whatever else in this type of way, right? So when we're talking about creatives as well too, so Phil was even saying this about the whole giving back and Janae saying this even about, you know, like if you're going to do it, like do it for free, like be all right that you can do it for free. What we are not saying is that you should not make a living off of what it is that you are doing. We are not here what we are not saying, because I already, I can already hear some of y'all. I hear you. I hear the peanut gallery thinking that we are over here believing in starving artists. Absolutely not, <laughs> not. What we are saying is that you can actually make a living off of your artistry, whatever that is, whether it be digital, physical, spoken, however, you can make a living off of your artistry, your creativity, whatever that is. So please don't hear what we're not saying. I don't want y'all leaving this thing thinking about like, oh, well, you know, so they're just down for people being starving. No, we're not. <laughs> Nothing's cute about being a starving artist. We need to eat, period. Yeah. I like to eat. I'm a foodie. I like to eat. I'm just saying it, okay? We like to eat. So don't, we're not down for that. We want you to also know that we need to live. We have bills to pay. Look, taxes, all this other stuff, bills, they're real. I don't care where you're at. They're all real. Okay. Um, we can argue on another day whether or not we should be paying for certain things. That's a whole different conversation. But you need to live. We understand that. You have bills to pay. If you are here and you want to be able to try to create legacy as well, too, if that's your thing, you need finances. We understand that as well, too. So we are, please hear us. We're not we're not here to promote this like um, false identity of what it means to be a creative. That is not what this is about. We, I like to dress well. I like to eat well. I love to travel. I'm just saying, guess what? Yeah, that takes money. So we're going to do that. However, we're just saying that in the beginning stages of this stuff, it's not always going to come easy in this manner. Okay trying to find your in, trying to understand how to give back to the so, so forth and so on. Another thing I want to kind of like clear up as well too, and add a point to what Phil was saying is the idea of like getting involved in community as well too, like trying to just ask for something without being involved and so forth and so on. The, the other thing that you have to do is you need to know the area that you are living in and you need to know the climate and culture of that place. Tampa is not the same as New York City, as North New Jersey, as ATL, as St. Louis or Chicago. Or like you need to know your creative culture. So how you get in, how you introduce, the ways that you give back, you need to know this. It's not going to be the same. Do not take this as it's a one size fit all thing. We're not about that. You need to live your life in nuance. Nuance is going to be very important on how you move and groove about. There are certain things that, yes, can be universal and crossover in that manner, but you know your city better than we do. We can only speak from our vantage point and from the things that we've learned and we know, but I want you to take this information, chew it, flip it, and make it yours. What works for where you're at? It's always going to be like that. I'm always going to very much so like want to pinpoint you back to what works for you in your area, what works for you in your city. 
So when Phil was talking about like what goes on here in Tampa and how the culture is shifting and everything like that, no, that's that's real because that's here in Tampa. That's in the Bay Area. We can't, I can't, we can't talk on North New Jersey. We have no idea. That's not, that's not for us to speak on. We don't live there. We're not a part of it. So we're not here to put our mouths on any of that. It is for you to make this your own in that manner. So I want you, I want to get very clear on that as well too, on like, how do you get involved on like, what is it that you, you know, you need to bring? How is it that you even make an introduction? Like, you know, all of that, make it yours. Like I said, mine happened through a random, it was just a random encounter, quote unquote, random encounter in like Ebor City down here, you know? Whereas like for you, it may be in a coffee shop somewhere. You may be on a subway. There ain't no subways here in Florida. It would flood. Like it just, there's nothing below. We're at sea level. So, okay. Like that's just understand. So make it yours. Make the nuances yours. You know, is it you on the L train up in Chi-Town? Like what, where are you at? make it yours in this type of manner. Um, so do that or whatever else. And like, even with what, what Janae was saying as well too, it's just like, learn how to definitely get involved, but like you need to cultivate, like just, just start the cultivation process in that type of way. Um, she did mention Les Brown, like, yeah, he, he like he said, he'd been doing it for years for free. Now we're not saying that you need to be out here 20 years not making any no <laughs> i can tell y'all i know i think we i can get a resounding and y'all can chime in at the same time we're not trying to do this thing 20 more years for free negative okay <laughs> that's a whole no for me i don't know about you phil you over here doing like you know, it's having the love you know exactly. that's also saying if i'm a billionaire and someone you know uh a local high school reaches out and they can't afford me do at that point is the love for your art so great that you can still do it you Absolutely. know regardless of so financial status there mm -hmm. like that's that's the thing that we're saying so we're not we are not proponents of starving artists we no absolutely that's a whole no that's a heel to the na 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 and na we ain't about that life like Rosa Parks said, nah, nah, bro. Nah, fam, this is, this ain't it. Not this is, fun. that's not what this is about. Like, not at all. We need to eat. Like, let's be honest here, right? And so that's what's like, please hear what we are saying and what we are, I don't want these assumptions because I don't want y'all having to come back and be like, well, they said, you know, we should, but I have, to, okay, we get it. We've been there. We've had bills to pay. Look, we, I can't tell you how many times starting this thing off, phone get shut off so and so on having to like figure out how am i gonna pay this phone bill people can't get in touch with me i don't you, you like we get it we look we understand that we completely get it we're here to also make this thing sustainable though that's the thing that we're also going to be talking about so when we're talking about when janae says like do it for the love of do you love what you do enough that if you didn't get paid you'd be all right like that it's just because the love of it fills you. Like, is that real? I could tell you that's the reason why I shut down one of my businesses because I didn't love it enough. It was cool. It was great. I didn't love it enough. I was like, this is becoming more of a pain and is removing my love of the thing that it is like trying to produce. The production part of what I was doing took away the love of what it, of just like my natural creativity. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side is, just because you are creative 
does not mean that everything that you are creative about needs to be turned into a business. Mm-hmm. Like, let me say that again. Just because you are creative and may have multiple creative interests, they do not all need to be turned into businesses. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your creativity is just as an outlet. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because that's the thing that fills you and fuels you. That's it. I enjoy making jewelry. It is easy for me to sew. I can do it, like whatever, you know? I stopped doing the business because when it started removing the love that I had of this craft, of just because I enjoy this art form, I knew I had to stop. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not out here trying to be the next whatever major designer. Like, that's not it for me. That's not it at all. And when I saw that my love of the thing started diminishing because of all the productive, like that, I just, I stopped because I wanted to preserve my love for this craft. Absolutely. And most times those, uh, piggybacking off of what you said, Filet, um, you know, some of the things that you love to do that are creative are, is therapy, you know, and, and most times it can be a, um, a release you know, for you, like for an example, I obviously love to write. Um, but sometimes when, you know, it's not there for me or it's not clicking, I'll paint or I'll sing or I'll dance. And, you know, I'm not a singer or a dancer or, you know, I'm not Dali, but it helps me release some of that creative flow. And so I can be back centered to my writing. So that way I'm not always staring at words or I'm always having a pen in my hand, you know, I, I'm able to have that release and it's not business. It's personal for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. So yeah, like this is, this is what this is about. Like we want you understand, we want you as creatives to be able to thrive, but thriving is more than just making money. That's the thing. Like thriving is holistic. It is about the entirety of who you are as a person. It is about all of who you are in this manner. And business is just one aspect. Like, yeah, I am a businesswoman. Yes, Phil is a businessman. Yes, Janae is an authoress. Like, yes, this is legit. This is real. But this is not the totality of who we are. You're seeing a piece of who we are, you know? And I don't want you as creatives to get caught up for the sake of like, oh, well, da-da-da. Like, it's not, these are not our identities. It's what we do. And that's going to be very important for you to understand. Like, this is, these are not our identities. It's what we do. My identity is not connected to to productivity at all. So if you can't answer the question, who are you? Or what do you do without naming work? You have some work to do. And we as creatives even get caught up in this we so get caught up in this. Well, I'm a spoken word artist. Or you know what, I'm a singer. Or this is what, who are you? Because I'm telling you, productivity culture, capitalism, white supremacy has got us all effed up thinking that the things that we produce in whichever way, shape or form is our identity, not at all. Yeah, I, I, I think that really has a big play with uh, capitalism, with mm-hmm. yeah basically like you're tied to whatever that job is but 
that's what this platform has been built for, you know, to have those type of discussions, to address those type of needs, to be there um, um, for creatives, to help, you know, find find out who they are, but not necessarily, you're not coming here to find out who you are, just for some tools to help peel back those layers uh, and getting to understand who you are. And so, um, we we truly thank y'all for you know staying with us on this long you know on this on this ride today because uh you know we had a lot of information for you guys but make sure that you tune in with us next week you know the uh shouts out you know i want to give a couple shout outs uh shout out to wally b you know what i mean wally! uh wally b the founder of Black on Black Rhyme Tampa that was established September 8, 2001. We're actually having our 20th anniversary this year. So uh, you know, shouts out to Wally because he, he hit me up and was like, hey, we're going to have to do something for the 20th. I was like, you right. So shout out to Wally. Uh, shout out to my niece, you know, uh, Miss Sage. She had uh, broke her arm. So I wanted to make sure that. Aww. Uh, she love. Yeah, all the love. I just want to shout out her real quick. Make mm -hmm. sure she know that her uncle love her. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, go uh, ahead. Uncle uh, Phil love you. Yeah. Definitely. Most. And we do too. Hey. And then my last shout out goes out to my mother because my mother had uh, called me right before the, the podcast and told me that we barbecuing today. So I'm, I'm down for the barbecue. So, uh, uh, shout out Mama Phil. Shout outs to mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got some shout outs? Uh, um, I say shout out to y'all out there. Honestly speaking, I want to give a shout out to y'all for being here, for listening, for rocking with us as well too, for choosing to just do things differently because it's so easy to get caught up and it's so easy to go with the flow or do what everyone else is doing, even within the black realm. Like, let's not get this thing twisted, okay? Many a times I ain't even talking about white folk. Um, so <laughs> I just wanna shout us out, shout y'all out. Like, yeah, there's, there's I, I just see like, there's so much beauty out there and and what is about to be created, what has been created the whole night as well too, so yes. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. My second shout out is to all the black creatives on TikTok. <laughs> I'm shouting all y'all out because look, y'all are not getting your just due. And I am tired of seeing over culture taking what is yours and monetizing off of it. Like, look, if it weren't for you, if y'all decided one day to just boycott TikTok, I promise you the app would probably crash. Like, and overculture wouldn't know what to do with themselves. I'm just saying. So I want to shout out all the TikTok people out there from every single dance. I'm like, that's my my guilty pleasure. People have no clue. Is like I can spend hours literally watching dancing. Like yes, dances. I love watching all of it. I just I'm just like okay, renegade to the whole entire Natalie and Bruglia, You know Natalie and Bruglia song that's come out re-come out again i'm just i'm, I'm it's yeah it's, it's dances I, that's a guilty pleasure i can watch a stance what let's unpack that real quick so uh really? 
This is that no. guilty pleasure. This is your guilty pleasure. Huh? I look, I enjoy watching us being creative and dancing. I enjoy it. I can literally sit there scrolling, like watching the dances. I'm not going to recreate them. Okay, you're trust. Not I'm just, I just like watching them. Okay. I, it's a guilty pleasure. So yeah, shout out to all the TikTok creatives out there, like black TikTok creatives, because I see it. I need y'all to get what's yours in that way. So those are just my two. Yeah, that's what's up. There you go. Shout out. Um, I would definitely like to shout out um, my co-hosts here, Phil and Filet. I love y'all, bro and sis. Ooh. Yes. Um, secondly, I want to shout out the Black creative artist, entrepreneur. You guys are needed, necessary, and why we are here. And last but not least, I want to shout out my ancestors for yes. having my back, guiding me, protecting me, and filling me with um, greatness. So, yeah. Okay, <laughs> hey, ancestors, let's do this. So, we truly thank everybody for listening in and tuning in. Uh, and we will see y'all when we see y'all. Peace out. Peace.